Hello and welcome to Inside Outside Innovation, episode 40, recorded live at the Lean Startup Conference 2016. Brian talked with Susana Jurado with Telefonica R&D, who was speaking at the conference. In this interview, Susana shared some insights she's gained as an innovation leader in a very large corporation that not only implements Lean Startup in its daily innovation efforts, but also used Lean tactics when it transformed entirely into a digital telephone company that suddenly needed digital products. Susanna also talked about their Open Future program that offers incredible opportunities to startups and entrepreneurs with great ideas in this industry. Hi there, everyone. I'm Vicki Clafter, producer of Inside Outside Innovation, the podcast that brings you the latest insights from people who know the most about building lean businesses, innovating within corporations, and disrupting entire industries with passion and precision. Connect with our team on Twitter at the IO Podcast or leave us a review on iTunes. And if you've got an area or idea you'd like us to dig into, let us know on either one of those mediums and we would be happy to talk about it on the show. Now, let's get started. I know you've been around the lean life for a while. I think you spoke at a conference last year and that. Tell us a little bit about... Uh, what have you learned and why you're back at the conference today? Okay, so I was here at the conference two years ago, in 2014. I was a speaker there and we were sharing the highlights of our experience at Lion Lane Startup. I was back here last year, also back because I was a mentor, and this year I'm also back because I'm a speaker. So basically, what Lean Startup has um, brought us is a different way of doing innovation. And he has allowed us to um, speed innovation cycles in more than twice. So we are now twice faster than we were before. This has allowed us also to do more with less. So within the same time frame and budget, we are able to test like 50% uh, more of ideas. Excellent. So tell us a little bit about Telefonica and, and kind of how have you structured your team? How did you come to the, the concept like Lean would be the right way to, to move forward? Well, the truth is everything started in 2011 when our company decided that we wanted to become a digital telco and create a portfolio of digital products. And they asked us, the R&D organization, to create that portfolio, or at least part of that portfolio. Uh, the truth is we didn't know how to do it. <laughs> so we looked outside for alternatives. And it felt Slim Startup could be of help. Because um, the situation on innovation project uh, team faces is very similar to the startups in terms of uncertainty. Yeah, you, you start with an idea. So we thought that maybe it could help us deal with uncertainty, uh, but we didn't know really if it was going to work or not. And by then we didn't know also we were going to be pioneers in applying Lean Startup in a big corporation. Um, of course, it wasn't easy. So how many people did you start out with in the team and what was your kind of initial assumptions or experiments that you ran to see if this was methodology that might work? Okay, so what we did it was start with two innovation projects. In one of the projects it worked, in the other one it didn't work, but now we know why it didn't work. And then we applied to an ideation program we had in place. And after that we understood that, yeah, for certain particular projects it could work and it could work very well. So then it's when we started to find a new um, innovation model where the pillar was Lean Startup, basically, mm -hmm. and they started applying it in 20, 2012, sorry. So and you're, you're based where now? Where's Telefonica? Uh, I mean, I'm based in Madrid. Telefonica is present in 21 countries. So, okay. yeah, basically the team can be anywhere. 
We, the ones that are managing this uh, early stage innovation model, we are based uh, in Madrid and in Barcelona mainly. Now, are most of your activities internally driven from internal startup teams, or are you looking at engaging startups outside your ecosystem or outside your your own company, or, or talk a little bit about where you see innovation playing both internally and externally? Well, any company nowadays has to have both of them, mm-hmm. internally and externally. Our innovation, our early stage innovation framework is focused most on internal innovation, but of course we don't want to reinvent the wheel, so we collaborate with the startups in, in some particular projects. But also Telefonica has an open future program, and uh, there is basically investing in, in startups in different uh, stages. Uh, We have got Waira, that is the incubator as well, and we work uh, quite closely with them. In fact, for example, we have innovation calls uh, where employees, internal employees, can submit their ideas, and we use the same tool as the Waira team uses for startups. So, yeah, we we work quite closely, yeah? So, because there are even some wireless startups that could also help us in our innovation projects. And we can help sometimes uh, some startups as well. So. so, have you noticed any differences between uh, kind of internally driven ideas and teams and how they might differ than uh, teams that apply to the accelerator directly from outside? Well, to start with, our teams work uh, still work in our premises. So, the environment there is quite different. And the one you can find, for example, in, in, in a wire office where the startups are there. Um, of course, these people are really, both cases are very motivated. They are all working on their own ideas, so that's very, very motivating. But in one particular case, for example, the internal ones, at the end of the month, they get the salary. In the yes. case of the startup, that's not right. But on the other side, it's like startups have more freedom because an internal startup, yeah, you have to some extent some opportunities to make your own decisions. But you still have got processes and organizations you have to count on. So, well, it turns out that when I talk when I talk to um, a startup uh, founder of Waira, uh, he says he envies our guys in the innovation teams, our leaders, and our leaders envy these founders because one says, "Oh, you got such freedom," and the other says, "Oh, you got a salary at the end exactly. of the month," and I do. Trade offs on both sides. So, tell me a little bit about any. You say you also mentor in the lean startup thing. What are some of the biggest pitfalls or, or mistakes you or see people make and that you can kind of tell our audience to avoid? Well, the, the truth is that they are very similar to the ones that startups happen. So, for example, when they when they start, uh, in many cases, they start with a solution, mm-hmm. but without a problem. So we have to tell them, okay, step back. First, find a problem, and then you work on the solution if that solution makes sense for that problem. So that's very typical. The other one is um, thinking that you know what you're, what the customers want. So in some cases, you have to push people and uh, even kick out yes. of the building people uh, so they go and uh, have conversations face-to-face. Yeah, that's sometimes, the, sometimes the hardest part, isn't it? Yeah, it is. If you think about it, I mean, we are a technological company. we got engineers and even scientists. You cannot imagine how difficult it is sometimes. So I sometimes have to become like a their first try and then um, okay you start interviewing me and I give you feedback and I teach you more or less how to have a conversation because most of them think that having a conversation with customer or user is basically a pool and it's not a pool it's a conversation so you have to train them Um, but the truth is that once they do it it's um, it's incredible they don't want to step back and 
because it, it's so rich to talk to people and understand that they, their world is different from yours. Yeah, once you've figured out, once you've done that particular process and realized the mistake that you might have made if you hadn't asked that question to the customer, yeah. and, and it's like, oh, that's why I'm doing it. Yeah, it's a very powerful type of tool. Yeah, there. yeah, and it's also very difficult because most of the times people want to jump to the solution. Yeah. So you have to make them focus a lot in the problem first. Once they have validated the problem and they have validated also that it's painful, and then they can go to the solution that's what they really like to do. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. Are, are there any other, uh, if the person wants to uh, find out a little bit more about you, follow you on Twitter and that, is there any uh, websites or, or places they can go to find out more about you? Uh, more about me in particular, yeah, I got a Twitter account, and then we got the website is www.tid.s. Excellent. Thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you. All right, that wraps up this episode of Inside Outside Innovation. Big thanks to Susanna for taking time to speak with us. We'd love to connect with you on Twitter at the IO Podcast, or please go and leave us a review on iTunes. Until next time, go out and innovate.